think about it, everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited, like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Are you out there? Are you listening? What's good, fam? Good to see you guys all out there. Hope all is well. Thank you for joining us today as you do every day. Happy Tuesday, the 13th of July, I guess it is already. Man, time is just... Uh, before we know it, summer's going to be over and we're going to be back in the winter again. I don't even want to talk about that yet. You're looking live at the foxhole.app. That's right, the foxhole.app. Do me a favor, tell a friend, tell a family member, put it in your social media, say, hey, check these guys out. We are a free speech platform that is trying to... Well, lift up patriots who just want to have their voices be heard and want to say what they want to say, what's on their mind. And that's what the Foxhole.app is bringing to you guys. So do me a favor, help support them. We appreciate all of your support through the Gold Pills uh, for to help support our platform. <clears throat> And uh, we're going to talk today about what we have upcoming. So uh, we need we need your guys' help continually. Support also the the developers and the guys behind the scenes over at the Fox Without Apps. Click support us. Buy those dudes a cup of coffee once a month. Uh, they would greatly appreciate it. The website is under construction and is looking unbelievable. Thanks to Polidius. Thank you, sir, for all your great work behind the scenes. I appreciate it very much. It's loading much better. It's getting much better, and it will continue to get better with it with the support of uh, great patriots like yourself, sir. The, the 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 podcast is up on Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, IR. Pick one. Just search Brothers Uncensored. That's where you can find us. Previous show content is always up right there. We'll be updating these other shows towards the bottom here uh, coming up probably tonight. Uh, sign up for a weekly newsletter. You get an email once a week, let you know what's, what you missed last week, what's upcoming next week. Foxhole, DLive, Twitch, YouTube hates us, banned us, fuck them. CloudHub and Tiger Network are where you can find us on the live stream. The blog is an important news items. Whoever previous show guests, Liana Wilbert last week, uh, Liana Wilbert last week, and new evidence in Georgia now hitting the, the news big today. We covered that yesterday. Molly Hemingway uh, breaking the news on that front yesterday, and we brought it to you. So uh, good, good shut stuff on uh, Molly Hemingway's front. Uh, scroll down a little bit more. You can find First Amendment Victorian, the link to the website where we are provide security services for patriotic events. That's where you can find that there. Cash at PayPal, Patreon, or how you can help us. If you want to do that directly, you can do that there. Finally, our show sponsors, official show sponsors are RisesHigherUSA.com. Uh, discount code for them is Abe Wave once they get their stuff back in gear, which hopefully will be soon. Finally, uh, sportsbossgolf.com and starvedrockgolf.com. You can click that right there. Missing a club, need some balls, whatever you need, that's where you can find it right there. You can find it all in one spot. Uh, two great sponsors help keeping the, the lights on over here in uh, for the podcast here for you guys. So appreciate that very much. With that, I want to welcome my bro Joe into the show and find out how you doing today, bro. What's up, brother? Glad to be here today. I see all of our fam joining us. Uh, quick shout out to Nice, Texas Girl 71, driving to the airport. Please be careful and have a safe trip. Uh, One Eagle Five, thank you for the can. Do it. Freedom's not free. Uh, gifted the can as well. 
Amy, Joe, God loves you. Glad to see you out there. AP9889, glad to see you as well. One Eagle 5, the Texan also on the road. Howdy, y'all. Good to see you out there. Knock my socks off over in D-Live. Uh, Palladius, good to see you, brother. Great stuff, as Abe pointed out as well. I see Chris Schuess over in Twitch and everywhere else. Thank you all for joining us today. I'm super excited. This is the second time that uh, we're able to have a discussion with Trenton. If you guys aren't familiar with them, go to TrentonWhiteUSA.com. Uh, and I think since the first time we had him on, our relationship has uh, kind of built a little bit. And now we are also doing the man on the streets, uh, Brothers Uncensored with Trenton White. And uh, I'm looking forward to ramping up that. Trenton, how are you doing today, man? Thanks for being back with us. Really appreciate it. Hey, great to be back with you guys. And I'm uh, trying to find a Democrat, man. They all flee Texas, so we can't find any. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Absolutely love that coming out today, obviously. Uh, man, it, it's very interesting how that's all transpiring right now, isn't it, Trenton? Yeah, it is. And you know what? In all seriousness, this is why people of America do not trust the government. I mean, what government allows you to escape so you don't vote on something? Think about it. That's really crazy. And that's the environment we're in. But that's why guys like myself, you, and, and thousands of other people are trying to fight this nonsense. But it's crazy. But I'm glad to be on the show again. And you mentioned man on the street. Listen, huge response from that. Uh, I got Seattle wanting me to come there. I got a Chicago want me to come there. I talked to Lee in Chicago. That is a great idea. So if we can get this thing going, it, it, it's going to take off. It's going to take off tremendously. That's the goal, and that's really what we want to talk about with you guys today because we really haven't had a chance with everything that's been going on, just getting back from from Branson and everything else uh, to kind of really talk about it. So we want to kind of you know pitch the idea to you guys and see if you guys want to help support us for it. So that's kind of the, the initial part of the show today. So the concept, guys, basically is I want to get out into the streets in areas where there's news going on. For instance, there's there's no news coming out of – uh, I don't know, Racine, Wisconsin, where there was riots. There's, there's no news coming out of, I don't know, Minnesota, St. Paul, where there was riots. There's no news coming out of the inner cities in the south side of Chicago where there's, you know, middle-class families trying to survive in a world that's, that's you know, doesn't want anyone in the middle class. Uh, there, there's people in, in Dallas that have watched the city of Dallas change tremendously from the time they've been there that haven't had their voices heard. What's going on in CHOP? How big is that six blocks or is it 16 blocks? What's going on in Portland? What's really happening there? So the idea, uh, Trenton, is for us three to go on the streets and talk to people, ask if they want to have discussions about what's going on in their world around them and tell their stories and find out how we can bridge gaps where there may be areas where we can find common ground. And that's correct. And the only way we can bridge a gap is uh, going to the inner cities. I'm going to repeat that. The inner cities where it's all happening, that's where we're going. We're not going to colleges. We're not going to Beverly Hills. We're going to the inner city where the least educated political people are and the people that are being used. We're going to them face-to-face and hear their uh, concerns and better understand. And once we do that, we'll understand how to bring us all together. We cannot speak from a podium, TV, or anything. We got to go to the people. So fans who are listening, we're going to the people, and it's going to be great content. 
You'll hear things that you never heard before. It's not coming from a book. It's coming from the mouths of people who are suffering the most and those who are brainwashed the most. Absolutely. Completely agree. It's very important to have those discussions, right? And it seems these days it's harder to have harder to have those discussions, but they need to be had. And as you said, we need to go to where we think we can do the best for people or maybe try to plant a seed or, you know, we don't have to red pill them per se. We just want to have a discussion, right? That's all it's about. And that's where it starts, right? It just starts with, with talking to people. And the, there's one thing that's for sure that frustrates the hell out of me. And I know it does Trenton white too. And it's a failure on the Republican party. CPAC was an example of it. They don't, they don't yes. address, they don't even try to address the 83% black vote that that should and can and would listen to them if they would just talk to them, Trenton. This is this is one of the things that has pissed me off about the Republican Party for way too long now. And it's it's about time we start having this discussion about why the Republican Party doesn't reach out to a voter base that could solidify um, you know, the, their elections in, in key areas. You know, let me tell you, um, Brad Maydar is running for Congress here in, um, in Texas. And I talked to him right after CPAC. And I said, dude, I heard about it. I've seen pictures. I uh, heard some uh, sound bites. It changed nothing. I was really disappointed because you're right. They didn't mention anything about it. And I've been saying this from the very beginning of me uh, getting in the, the political game is they're running this party like it's the 1950s or 60s and they still don't get it. And I just shake my head. I said, oh, you know what? We're going to make them get it and we're going to get these people out in the inner cities and talk to them. And look, a lot of these conversations are going to be nice. I mean, there may be some tension there, but you know what? I expect that because they haven't been taught nothing else and no one's been where we're going to talk to them and try to understand. So not only will it bring us together, it's going to show them that there are people out there who are Republicans, who love this country, who do care, who want them to know the same thing that we know. So I think it's great. And fans get behind us and, and uh, really support us here. Like I said, we're going to be the first to do it, and we're going to continue. Well, the the the, the people in the foxhole have been amazing, and that's really where the the vast majority of our support now comes from. All of our funding mechanisms changed when the foxhole came about, and that's kind of why we added a sponsor because I need to I need to make sure I'm keeping that baseline, uh, you know, in uh, in the green, or at least close to the green as I can get it. Um, and so the the support has been amazing, and so we're gonna make this at least this first one happen some way or another. We're gonna find a way in the next month to get Trenton up here to Wisconsin. We're gonna go to Racine. I think I think we I want to go to Racine. We'll see. We'll I'm gonna do a test drive over there maybe in the next couple weeks and see if it's worth trying to have that discussion there. But we can also find areas in Milwaukee and in Madison that would be very interesting as well, where we could just have discussions, go walk on the street and see if we can talk to people. So I, I think it would be great. And I think, Trenton, your your ability to, um, to reach out and uh, see eye to eye on certain issues, but also push the questions on other issues is going to be very uh, fun to watch. I can't, I really want to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great because first, the impression they're going to get at me is, you know, you're you're a black guy or you're, or you're a minority like me. You grew up like me, but you're talking this. How'd you get to this point? It's going to be a great teachable moment for me. But also, we need to find out what's going on. And listen, Racine's not it. It's every city in this country that had this issue. So if we could put a good product out there with some genuine 
genuine feelings and thoughts from those people who people ignore, who this party ignores. And then maybe, maybe, just maybe we could stop the Democrats from getting all these votes and have, have just have a more, um, let's say, educated voter from the inner cities. You know, and the goal for me is is just just to listen in a lot of ways. I don't I you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try to, you know, guide the discussion in ways that I can. And I think I think just having the conversation, just having somebody come there and wanting to hear from I, I want to hear. So we had President Trump, I think. Let me transition from this. President Trump, I think, did an amazing job at outreach towards the minority communities in America. I thought I thought yeah. everything that the policy wise that they did helped improve the lives of minorities in America, specifically, especially the opportunity zones of money being brought into uh, community influencers and community organizers of those areas and then allowing those communities to try to develop businesses. And there was a huge increase. What was it? 85% Joe yeah. of, uh, of black woman owned businesses in 2018 and between 2018 and 2019, something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A huge jump. And that's just a, that's just a sign of what's to come in the future. Right. I mean, that's that's you know, that's a that's a policy decision that can happen from D.C. that can affect people directly on the ground. That that's one example of where the Republicans or at least the Republican Party under Trump did outreach towards communities and try to make difference and try to make change. And I think that, you know, getting an opportunity to highlight that. And then also I've heard that maybe a lot of that money didn't actually make it to the people who actually deserve to get it, the people who were the business owners. So if that is true, too, I want to hear that as well, Trenton. Yeah, you know, here's the problem. Trump left office, and it's like they forgot what they were doing and dropped the ball again. Trump handed them um, just a blueprint on how to reach out to the inner cities, and now no one's really doing it anymore. That's my point. It was only That was a Trump idea. It's not a Republican Party idea. And this party needs to evolve and needs to redo how they do business. This isn't back in the 1960s where you could say certain things and people disliked you. No, this is a very nasty environment we're in. It's a very nasty environment that's attacking the Constitution, the uh, the morality of this country, taking advantage of, of the weakest people. And they're trying to just change things for the worse. And we got to be strong. And I tell you, it's going to take everyone. But we got to be strong and give the liberals Give them their credit words, too. You must respect your enemy. They have reached out and lied enough to brainwash people, and they have uh, a rainbow of people supporting them, and we got to stop that. And the only way we could do it is to continue what Trump has done, but we need to go a step farther like we're going to do and go talk to them face-to-face, eye-to-eye, and get it done. Yeah, man, absolutely. And, you know, that same kind of sentiment that you just said was, of course, repeated in Dallas uh, amongst many of the speakers there. And when Abe and I went to Branson, it was still kind of that same kind of theme. Like literally we have to be the boots on the ground, right? We have to be the ones that are talking to our neighbors that are talking to our bankers, to everybody and anybody that we come in contact with to, to try to create some kind of conversation. It's so freaking important in these days, especially now we're still hearing people that are just now starting to wake up um, because of the vaccinations and stuff. Um, and many people wake up on different, um, you know, levels at different times and about different things. So any way that we can reach out and create a conversation with people, it is so vitally important. Yeah, you know, it's very important. But here's the sad part about all this. I want you to think back to something. 
Um, I was talking to a guy over the phone a couple of days ago, and I said to him, let me ask you a question. Back when drugs were in the inner city, the war on drugs didn't become the war on drugs until it spilled out to the suburbs. Then it was a concern. And I'm finding a lot of politicians who are running for seats, who are preparing for uh, 22, uh, they're all of a sudden jumping on this critical race theory thing. And now they want to reach out. Now they want to do things. But I, I guarantee you, if things w- didn't turn out the way they are now, the Republican Party will still be running that same boring program. Yep. They, there is people that are running the Republican Party that are highly establishment. You know, I had hope for Ron, Ron McDaniel, um, you know, that she would kind of be able to step away from that. And I just I'm disappointed. I think, you know, she did do a lot of great work for Republican Party, but um, they're, they're still allowing the establishment to kind of run the ideas of the party. CPAC is a perfect example of that. If you watch yeah. any part of CPAC, you see it. It's it's purely the establishment's vi- vision, and they don't understand what's happening on the ground. I just it's amazing to me. That's why I think it's so important for for keeping Brad, Brad Parscale and that group, that team involved, is because they understood the voice of of uh, the activists on the ground. Yeah, you know, let's hope uh, let's hope that we get uh, help in a big part. But I'm telling you right now, we're going to be the first to do it. I'm sure someone's probably done it on a smaller scale years ago, but no one's doing it. Listen, there's riots going on right now. There's protesting going on right now because of people just feeling disenfranchised and just frustrated with everything. And we're going to go to those places and we're going to be safe because guess what? They're going to welcome us and respect us for being there to talk to them to find out what's going on. I have no concerns. My only concern is, is if we can educate people and get them on our side and show them this role that the liberals are taking you down is a road to destruction and they don't really like you. They just want your vote and they want you to go out and protest and break things just to prove their point and then they're going to spit you out. But this is a party that's going to help you get on your feet and just uh, help you understand we live in the best country in the world and we're here to help you, but you got to have certain things. Indeed. So if you guys want, there's a go now for some reason we started a GoFundMe and I knew it was a bad idea at the time, but I had so much on my mind. I just kind of let it fly through. We understand that you guys don't like GoFundMe's. If you don't want to use that, that's fine. You can use the other alternate platforms. We just are kind of giving you guys an idea of what the concept of the idea was. If you guys like the idea, kind of let us know in chat what you think about the idea. Do you think that this is a good thing? And then we want you also to understand that your support of the channel has always gone back into the channel. As you guys know, the last time you guys helped us back from Dallas, you helped us upgrade our equipment. We were able to bring you guys uh, an unprecedented feed from Branson. So the idea is to take that mobile on the street, right? If we have good quality like that, uh, we can probably get above average quality once I get some wireless mics too. So those are coming too. But I just want you guys to understand that your support of the channel is to continue to bring you guys content that I think is really important. So tell me, tell me, give me some feedback from you guys in chat. Uh, Chris says she loves the idea and over there in Twitch. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Same with D Patriot 1776 as well. She said the same thing. That it's a great idea. Yeah. So, and if you guys think that there's areas where, where you would like to see some reporting out of or something happen from, you know, I think the border could be interesting to go down to. Uh, you know, I think it could be interesting to go down to uh, Little Havana and talk to the Cubans on the ground there and see what they think about what's happening in Cuba, things like that. So uh, we have, what do we have, Joe? We have two or three events upcoming but by, by the end of the year. We have, um, I'm going to be able to go with Indy to Doral in October. 
So all of these events are upcoming, and that's what your guys' support is going to be going to. So I just want you guys to understand what, you know, because the support has been unbelievable from you guys. It's just really hard to 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 say how much we appreciate it. It really is, Joe. It's really hard to express uh, what it means to get the support from the community that we've been getting. It really is truly amazing. And I'll tell you, you know, doing the upgrade in Branson and being able to bring that kind of video uh, and audio quality without a good mic, um, I was still impressed. I was going through some of the footage yesterday because, again, we do these events and they fly by for us. Luckily, we're able to record them and go back and watch them. But, again, that's, you know, how many hours did we record? I don't know, 20 hours or so. So, I mean, it's not like you yeah. can just go through it, you know, quickly. But I'm starting to timestamp stuff and stuff like that. But, yeah, man, it's it's amazing to be able to to do this first and foremost. Secondly, it's even more amazing to be out on the road, so to speak, and bring unprecedented footage. And then once we get this man on the streets and um, meetups and everything else that we got planned in the future, I mean, we're just going to keep rolling, man. Like we're never going to stop no matter what. But uh, you guys have truly lifted us up in this last couple of months, and we definitely appreciate every single one of you. God bless every every single one of you out there. Chris says, I think it's an important move. If we don't split, we will continue, and we are stronger together. And that's that's the message that Trenton has on his website. In it together, united we are strong, divided we are weak. And a message of unity uh, from your website, Trenton. And, and if you guys want to help you know, lift up Trenton, uh, he has kind of said, look, I want to get more involved in any way I can, starting with this. But, Trenton, you have bigger goals in this. Tell us what you know. You, know, you see your future going to, towards. Yeah, you, yeah, thanks for that. I have, um, I have a lot of people calling me now that want me to run uh, congressional seats. Um, i got a few things that I'm going to run for. Uh, you know, but I also realize uh, with people finding interest in me running, i got to be very careful that they're not going to use me and then, you know, just to push their agenda. But I make it very clear to people, and I think – a lot of these older guys who've been around for years aren't used to me. I tell them straight out, look, I'm not your puppet. I'm doing this for Trent. And if you're going to help me, that's fine. But I'm not saying anything to help you out. This is for me. I'm for the people for real. And I, and, and I look at them and say, look, I'm for the people. So I'm making it very clear to you. If you have some little agenda, just keep walking. Don't waste my time. I won't waste yours. But listen, the people are going to get me where I need to get to. And doing the man on the street, and uh, talking to people. And, oh, by the way, Seattle wants this there ASAP. I talked to some big guys in Seattle. Seattle needs help. The problem with Seattle, that is where Antifa's headquarters is, and it's it's right near Portland. So it's a big deal. And really quick, I'm going to run for a seat, but this isn't about me. It's about this country and the people. And let me tell you something, Abe. In Seattle, they told me that the blacks in that area do not have to stop at stop signs or stop at red lights in Seattle, the cops will not stop them. There's hypodermic needles downtown on the, I mean, on the sidewalks, but back to this, the blacks do not follow any traffic rules because the cops are scared to stop them. Isn't that crazy? And that's weak. And that shows me the party up there needs to get out. And uh, we need to get some new uh, leadership in there because there's no excuse for that to where you let any group of people run your city and you shut your mouth because you want to save your seat. They got to go. And I want to put massive pressure on them when I go up there to where they need to stand up, fight for this country or get out those seats. And we'll vote more people in because the people had the power, but also the people have given up in Seattle. They've given up because the government's given up. And let me tell you something. We go there with what we do. 
we will inject into the arm just the power of letting them know their votes matter. And that crap is crazy up there. There's no excuse for it. I'm sick of people saying, oh, it's dangerous. I'm not, I'm not going there. Oh, Seattle's crazy. You know what? Do something about it. This party is weak. This, this party is pathetic at times. They talk at CPAC. You speak a good game. But after you leave that stage, you do nothing because you're so more concerned about your seat. You're more concerned about your power when this country is slowly deteriorating in front of our eyes. That's all you care about. And we're going to change that, period. Didn't mean to go on a rant, but it makes me mad. There's there's no shortage of people that only care about their careers in D.C. I mean, that's half the problem right there. That's why people a lot of people talk about term limits, you know, and then people say, well, the voting is term limits. Well, <laughs> If we, if we had legitimate elections, then voting, would we wouldn't need term limits. So, I mean, I, I get all of that, and I, I'm with you, though. I'm totally with you. The, the, the Republican Party, I just, I had I had so, was so sick and tired of the Republican Party by the time the Bushes were out. And, you know, when, when Trump came back, I just looked at him as potentially another, you know, corporate rhino. I didn't, I had no idea he would be the president he was, and God bless him for that. Um, but... I I had I would I had given up on the Republican Party. I was done. I, I was, that was it. I was there was no more. I was going to go vote independent and make sure that we can get third party system put into place. You need I think it's five percent of the vote, four point eight percent of the of the total yeah. vote in a, in a in a major election to get third party legitimacy. So I thought that was the right way to go because the Republican Party is just a disaster in in its current state. It's a disaster. But let me tell you something. Here's Here's what I couldn't stand about CPAC. Just looking at pictures alone. And and listen, listen, people who, who hear me right now, I'm going to tell you something. There's not a racist bone in my body. I have white friends, black friends. My kids are uh, multi-racial. I'm going to make it very clear. But it's the it's the picture that the Republicans sent. There was something on uh, you, uh, what was it, Yahoo News. And on that stage, everyone on that stage holding hands, lifting up their hands were all white. And I said to myself, that's an image. Out of all we're going through right now, you think you would want to mix up that picture and show more diversity, and they didn't do it. And I'm just telling you, Abe, from the perspective of people who are not white, who are kind of on the fence, who kind of are kind of liberal but kind of don't believe in everything, that pushes them right to the side of the liberals by saying, you know what, these guys don't care about us. This is a rich party. They're all white. They can care less. Oh, yeah, there's some white uh, there's some black guys. There's some Hispanic guys. But you know what? It's only two or three or four or five of them, they're, uh, they're tokens. These, you know, these guys aren't serious. And, and, and the Democrats love that. And that's what I'm saying. This party has not evolved. Dude, when we go to war, we're, we're not one color. We're all colors. When we play on a football team, basketball team, it's mostly all colors, football team especially. But going to war, the guy doesn't care about what color you are. You have my back or not. But yet in this government, it matters. It matters. And people are going to see this. The whole CPAC thing to me was a joke, and it was all talk. It was topic of the day because if if, if, a, if a critical race theory wasn't an issue, they wouldn't have brung it up. Trust me, it would have been the same old regurgitated message. So I didn't buy any of CPAC at all. And what gets me even madder is I love Trump. I voted for Trump. I've been to six rallies. But guess what? I don't want him back in the White House, and here's why. It gives these Republicans who are weak, sitting on their butt, complaining on social media, it gives them a crutch not to get off their butts and do something, and they're putting all of our hopes and dreams of this country and this party into one man. Nothing against Trump, but I want him to stay on the sidelines so this party is forced to get up and fight for the first time in their life and not just sit there and complain 
after it's already happened. We need to stop it while, while we see this problem growing. The, the Republican Party continually gets it wrong in this way. Tell me your freaking solutions for freaking problems. Drive the discussion about solutions and answers to real-life problems and focus on that. Let the fucking idiots over in the Democrat Party talk about what they want to talk about. Let them expose themselves. They will continue to do that. Let Let the public see what they are doing. In the meantime... Focus on how you can help people and sending solution-based messages everywhere you can find them. Yeah, I just want to just want to say two quick things. Number one, somebody, uh, uh, Stacy Q, uh, over in chat says uh, CPAC didn't address the children either. Both sides are dirty. Interesting point about CPAC. Yeah. The second thing I noticed was something happened with. Uh, it was either April Moss or one of those recent uh, ladies that came out. Um, I can't think of the other one. But anyways, Fox Nation cut her off in the middle of her speech. And <laughs> there was a picture of her. I don't know who it was yesterday. I think we were talking about it. Uh, somebody said something about Bush. Like, where's Bush? <laughs> you know, considering it's Texas. We all know Bush has a lot to do with Texas. Well, yeah. This April Moss was standing by the entry where there was a giant poster of um, people who uh, were represented at CPAC. At the very bottom, it said George Bush. I swear to you. So it it, it just kind of went to show, um, you know, who's really in charge. Uh, and I see some other comments out there as well about Matt uh, Matt Schlapp and how they don't trust him either. Um, so I kind of agree with both of you guys, actually. I just wanted to add those couple of points. That's <laughs> well, very frustrating because, you know, the reason why President Trump did so well and continues to do well is because he listens to the activists on the ground. I'm going to keep saying it. And if they yeah. get away from that messaging and understanding what, you know, the activists on the ground and the grassroots are saying and the, and the messaging that they're trying to get out there is a messaging of unity and solutions. Don't let the left drive the fucking discussion. They get, they always get wrapped into these stupid ass talks that the left is like, ha, got you to talk about it. Fuck them. Let them, let their policies speak for themselves and let our policies and solutions speak for ourselves. That's how you can bridge gaps. Yeah, it's true. You know, someone asked me once, they, they said, Trent, what does your party stand for? I had to go back in my head and just put it for what I stand for, for this party, because whatever we stand for, what is it? What do the Republicans really stand for? Because they don't fight. They don't fight at all. They complain. They, they don't fight anything. Uh, they don't really do protests, uh, peaceful protests. They do nothing. And it's like, you know, the Democrats do run the conversation. They start it and then we react. This is a party of reaction. We wait until something crazy comes out the mouth of those liberals, and then we want to say something. So, yeah, they're driving the conversation. They're driving the direction of this country. They're driving everything, and yet we're sitting back. And let me tell you something. Forget the establishment. It's the donors we need to go after. These old-school donors who keep giving millions of dollars to these establishment guys who don't really get it. That's who I want to go after, too. Yeah, I would love to go uh, ask them a question on the street. Hey, you know, why are you giving money towards – I don't know, Planned Parenthood, whatever you're exposing themselves for, because you guarantee you a lot of those uh, donors are playing both sides of the fence. That I've, I've followed enough funding to know that. Uh, I need some advice from you, Trenton. Other states are looking uh, to Texas for advice on how to get Democrats to leave. 
In a brilliant move, Governor Greg Abbott has tricked dozens of Democrat legislatures into leaving Texas. This is leading other governors across the country to ask Texas for advice on how they can get Democrats to leave their states as well. Arizona is a beautiful state, said Ducey, but it has one problem. It's full of Democrats. Is there is there some way we can uh, just get them to, I don't know, leave? Why can't they live in California or Cuba or Venezuela or somewhere else they feel fit, fit in better? The governor of Georgia has also stated he's willing to fly to Texas to learn all of Governor Abbott's secrets and making Democrats go somewhere else. <laughs> hey, man, Abbott's doing a great job. But, you know, hey, I wish they can go to Cuba. I mean, did you see Bernie Sanders who agree with Cuba? Now he's saying uh, it's funny. Hold on. It's funny about this Cuba thing now. Uh, Cuba is a prime example of what they're trying to make this country become. It's not a dictatorship, but to me it will be they're just just by one side of the government. And everyone cares about Cuba now. And I'm sitting there thinking, thinking, man, wait a minute. Bernie, didn't you just say that you wanted, uh, you praised Castro and you did this and that? These people have no food. They have nothing. And now they're protesting. And here go the Democrats. And, like, where, where are we at doing this thing? Ted Cruz said something about it because he's Cuban. So he, his dad was a prisoner of, um, of Batista. And so, you know, Ted Cruz said something. But there's not really people saying anything. And I think this is a good a, uh, just a real good chance for the Republican Party in this country to go there and try to straighten this out. What do you guys think about Cuba, though? Because I think it's a huge deal, and it's a portrait of what's going to happen in this country if things don't get straightened out. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Just real quick, I want to add uh, add a quick uh, uh, photo that I found. Um, this actually seems more fitting for the flight that they took. Yeah. And it seems like Abbott is going to take a little action from my understanding. It looks like it did get voted through yeah. uh, as well. There's so the return flight back. That's what it'll look like. <laughs> All of them with state prison inmate uh, suit, uh, <laughs> suits on or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Cuba, uh, I think, has been in the works for a long time, and they've been gently trying to coax it. And I think the line got drawn in the sand when – uh, China started horizontal drilling into our our t- territorial uh, land for oil. Um, I, I I think that the response from Cuba, the Cuban government, was telling, basically telling America to butt out, and we're going to pay for what we've done. Uh, so I think it's um, you know I think there are globalists that see Cuba as a as a money making opportunity <laughs> that are sick and tired of not of not having it a uh, a freer economy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but we can send Bernie Sanders down there. I mean, look, send him there, man. Listen, the Democrats, on, on a serious note, and I get so mad, they're making a joke of just, think about it, the things they're doing, that they're making a joke of this country's government, and no wonder people don't take us serious anymore. People who want to get into it, look, I got into this because I'm tired of seeing people just take this government for granted. This government of the United States is serious business. You got serious people with serious problems, and these elected officials on the Democratic side act like it's a big game and there's some on our side too it's a big game and it's like i just want the people to know you have the power to get these guys in and get them out because guess what we're run we're being run by guys who just it seems like they throw stuff against the wall to see what sticks when all they have to do is go to the real people of this country and there's a multitude of issues not from race not from just a children abortion etc there are so many issues that i don't know where to start that they could be wasting their energy and time and money on the ground like we're going to do and help those people. And then when the ground is good, it will go up top and everything is good. Then why are they trying to start from the top 
or just starting places. They're making up problems as we go, too. I mean, they're just making up stuff. And we sit there and, and we keep voting these guys in. The donors keep giving these guys money. And let me tell you something. I told, I, I had a little speech a couple of days ago, and I told somebody, look, it's getting to the point to where you're not going to believe this, but people might have to die to get this country back on even kill where it should be. And people think I'm joking. Listen, there's people right now who are waiting for that, waiting for that moment just to, I mean, create a civil war. We're that close to it. And people have no idea. We're close to a civil war, guys. And people do not understand. It's going to take a few more crazy things for this government to do to where people's had enough. And I guarantee you it's going to happen. But I think guys like us and all the other pages around the country are going to stop it. But people better start taking heed to that because this country is not, um, is not protected from turmoil domestically. It could happen here. And I'm telling you right now, people are fed up. And I don't know if you guys know, I know some people who are fed up in these small little towns who have guns everywhere, who are sick of the government and sick of how things are running. And I'm telling you right now, if we don't write this ship, we're going to sink. Yeah. And the worst part about that, uh, that discussion is that the federal government wants and the state governments want nothing more than an excuse to crack down even, even more. And yeah. so that's why we have to get ahead of the discussions and talking with people. If they continue with these voter fraud scandals and, and trying to slam them, trying to stop them from being exposed, such as what's happening in Michigan, uh, maybe General Milley and the other meatheads out there might figure out why there's so much frustration in the world. Clerks all across Michigan are receiving letters like this from election uh, source giving notice for preventative maintenance on voting equipment. There is significant risk that this maintenance is designed to prevent access to forensic records on the 2020 election. The letter reads like this. Uh, hello to all. This is from the uh, election source and testing department. We will be visiting the Oceana County on July 15th to perform preventative maintenance on your voting equipment. Preventative <laughs> maintenance, also known as cover up. This is yeah. not an upgrade this at this time, just the preventative maintenance. Doing preventative maintenance will be removing all batteries to prevent issues, blah, 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 blah. Um, and these these letters are going around not just in Grand Rapids area, but in other places around Michigan as well. The foundation of democracy is the ability to have your voice be freaking heard. If these elections are continued to be uh, you know undermined and the uh, voter fraud investigations be undermined, um, you know what what stops people from freaking out even further and taking it to the violence level? That's what the concern is, even though we know that that's the worst case scenario, Trenton. Yeah, it is the worst case scenario. But listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. You and your brother, I think the voting confidence of this country is over. No matter what you do, no one's going to ever accept the vote ever again. I'm not, because guess what? I went to bed and Trump was winning Michigan. I wake up and he lost and it said 500,000 votes came just for, just for Joe Biden, which was nuts. So, yeah, I don't trust it anymore. And let me guess, this company who's going to do maintenance on these machines are Democrats, I bet, or what? Is it a Democratic company or what? <laughs> I mean, who's going to, what are they going to do with these machines? You know, what are we going to do to, just to get people to vote again? Why even vote? I'm telling you guys, look, it's getting to the point where people don't want to vote anymore. My vote doesn't matter. And guess what? A lot of people's votes didn't matter. Didn't matter. So why should they vote again? And I don't know. Let's get an idea. You have everyone's fingerprint. I don't know. Get everyone's fingerprints. 
get that ink on the finger and push it on the button and then it records it. What else can you do? Paper ballots, I mean, ink on the finger. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the, yeah, absolutely, Trent. And I completely agree with you, man. hundred percent. I mean, I mean, it, it's sad because we're raising kids in, in this environment and the kids who are like 15, 16 and ready to be adults, they're going to be able to vote soon. I'm telling you what, they're getting brainwashed by the left and they're just saying for themselves that this is a bunch of crap. Why am I going to vote? But we need to bring that back. And that's why I said going uh, going in the streets doing this, we have a perfect opportunity to re-educate people and to tell them what's going on. Because guess what? If we can get at least, let's say, 5% of any city we go to in those inner cities, we win all the time. 5% is all we need to take from the Democrats of that vote. They depend on that vote, period. And yeah. if we can chip into it, we're fine. Yeah, my best friend is a perfect example of what you were just talking about, Trenton. Uh, he voted Democrat his whole life. I got him to switch his vote and vote for Trump. And then this happened. And he's like, yeah. exactly what you just said. This is why yeah. I don't vote. And I had to explain to him that it's still vitally important because first and foremost, they wouldn't have caught the amount of fraud that happened because they were trying to catch up with as many people that voted. And we also weren't prepared for the Republicans or the rhinos on how they were going to help uh, the fraud yeah. as well. So there was a multitude of things there that I think we weren't uh, aware of, but I believe all of us that showed up in the droves drove the fraud even more and made them do even more wild things to try to cover it up. Yeah. The department of just us is a disgrace to this country. First of all, like yeah. you said earlier for allowing what's hap- what's happening in uh, Chicago and Portland and the rest of the places, but also for, you know, not not enforcing the laws. If a local play, a local law enforcement agency doesn't enforce the laws, then they have broken the law themselves. It's just baffling right. to me that the Department of Justice allows that to happen. Joe Biden basically laid it out. The leads told us what we needed to hear. It's no longer just about who gets to vote or making it easier for eligible voters to vote. It's about who gets to count. Who gets to count whether or not your vote counted at all? It's no longer just about who gets to <laughs> I mean, he he just laid it out there for us. I, I don't think he know where he was. What am I doing here? <laughs> but, but there he goes laying it out for us uh, flat out, Trenton. He's telling us that uh, it's not a matter of who gets to vote. It gets who gets to count them. I guarantee you other Democrats were behind there flipping over. Don't say that. And don't say that. Well, he just laid it out. But you know what? He's right. He's right. That's how they think. That, that's how the left thinks. And now, since he said that, here's the problem, though, Abe. People aren't educated. People would hear that and not get it. We get it. But the people who we need to talk to don't get it. But, yeah, that's that's terrible, man. And it's almost like, how can you even consider saying that? I mean, you're pretty much telling your vote doesn't matter. So guess what? Why don't people, I mean, just stop voting then. I mean, that's pretty much what he said. I mean, it's crazy, I'm, but I don't know if Joe even knows what he said, so I'm going to take him with a grain of salt, you know? I think I, th- I think he, he doesn't realize some things he can't say, and he just kind of blurts them out, and they just happen to be yeah. too much truth too much truth coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's crazy, though, but that's where we are, Abe, though. That's where we are, and now they're fixing the machines. Look, I can guarantee you, maybe voter turnout, I think, might be, it might be low. It might be low again, because, listen, I mean, he just said it. He just said it. it but it, it, it doesn't matter who votes or who counts them. What? Then why are we voting in the first place? 
That's a good question. That's what a lot of people are thinking, too, and that's why we need to get on the street to make people understand what's happening. Um, we got about six minutes before Joe's rapid-fire segment where he goes through a bunch of news quickly, as, as quickly as he can. Uh, that's an opportunity for you to take a break if you want it to the top of the hour, or you're welcome to just kind of hang out. Uh, and then at the top of the hour, quick advertisement. And then the second hour, you guys' call, so stand by uh, for in about uh, 15 minutes for that. Um, <clears throat> Democrats cast the first vote. Look at this story. Speaking of... Uh, asking the Demo- or allowing the Democrats' policy themselves to to drive the discussion, uh, well, they're continuing to do that as well. Democrats cast the first vote to scrap Hyde Amendment, which would force Americans to fund abortions. Congressional Democrats took the first step to force Americans to funding the killing of unborn babies in abortions Monday when a House subcommittee passed a spending bill without the Hyde Amendment, just kind of slip that out of there. They, maybe nobody will notice, huh? The U.S. House Appropriations, <laughs> Labor and Health and Human Services, Education and Related Agencies Subcommittee. What the hell? I'm not going to say that yeah. again. The Subcommittee on All Things Above approved the 2022 Appropriations Bill in a voice vote, moving it forward in the committee, which will uh, advance Democrats' leaders' radical pro-abortion agenda. However, pro-life Republican lawmakers promised they will not stop to fight it and saying they're not going to allow this to happen it's a matter of just, for me, Trenton, making sure that we're exposing the policies that the, the left is trying to shove down the throats of Americans during this time where they think they're in power um, and they, they're not listening to the voice of everyday Americans and they're shoving this kind of crap down our throats. Yeah, you know, but the only way they can hear it is from guys like you and your brother. I, I, I mean, how many other outlets are going to really say what's happening so that people can hear? You know, they control the media. So... People like yourself and your brother are are becoming very important to that movement because you guys tell it like it is. You tell the truth. You bring out all the information that the mainstream media is not going to do. So, hey, you guys doing a great job. And that's all I got to say about that is because they control the media, dude. They control it. And how that even comes out sometimes is amazing because they hide everything and they tell you the total opposite. So you guys are very important in this movement. Man, I appreciate that. It's um, you know, it's, it's just an opportunity to expose their own agenda. I mean, the, what's happened over the last seven months has been a display of radical left Marxist policies that the, America clearly doesn't want. You can argue, you can. Ha- I'll give you the argument that Biden won the election. Okay, let's just let's just start with that ignorant premise, and then I can say also that the part the country is moving right in house races in senate races in local races in governorships everywhere else the country is moving right so if you want to have that discussion then that discussion means the the american people don't want radical left policies and they're guarding us against that by moving putting more uh you know centrist republicans in power yeah and thank you, Trenton, for that. I really appreciate that. You know, honestly, I'm I feel blessed and like it's just a beautiful time to be alive, to be involved in this movement. And no matter how I mean, Abe knows I was happy with just doing behind the scenes stuff and, and running social medias and that kind of thing uh, until he kind of brought me in front of the camera. But, you know, there, the support. Uh, well, here, real quick, uh, crazy Nana, I just see is a new uh, a new person out there. So if everybody could just say a quick hi to crazy Nana. Out hi, there. crazy Nana. Welcome. Welcome to the Foxhole. Thanks for joining us today. 
it's always good to have new people joining and new ears. And that's exactly what we got to keep in mind every single day that when we're on, if we're able to, uh, you know, bring part of news that people aren't able to grab from mainstream media, that's exactly what we're going after. It's not easy to do. Uh, It's hard to kind of pick through the bullshit. But um, regardless, we're going to give it to you uncensored one way or another. And, you know, having people on like you, Trenton, and having these discussions and people that, you know, want to help in, uh, you know, live broadcasts, for example, and going on the street and doing that kind of thing, man, that just ups our game, ups our level. Uh, So thank you for being a part of that as well, Trenton. Much love. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. You know, a quick, quick story for you and your brother. Um, Everyone's asking me to run down here in Texas, right? So here's what I found out. This guy wanted me to run because, and check out what this Republican establishment guy told me. He said, look, it's time for guys like you. I said, what do you mean by that? I said, wait a minute, a black guy, strong voice. You think it's time for me? And he says, yes. I said, do you know what you're saying to me right now? You're you're telling me to run right now because it's black and all this rage stuff's going on. He said, yeah, but not really. I, I, I said, you know what? That's what you mean. And you're the kind of guys who I'm getting out of here. These old school guys. I'm coming at the guys like you. And I walked away. I walked away, let him sit at the table. That's how I roll. I don't play that. No, no. I want to get these old establishment guys out who think like that, and that's part of the problem, and that's why the doors are not open. I didn't mean to go on a different subject. It just made me mad. I thought you guys should hear about that, but that's what I deal with. I deal with that. People saying, saying, hey, there's a good black district. I said, whoa, you think I can't win the white vote? Are you serious? And sometimes I I just want to try to run now to prove a point, but this is what I'm dealing with. Texas, as old as it is, they have a bunch of old school Democrat, George Bush Democrats that are old school who have not evolved and don't really understand what's happening. They don't understand that the white vote is no longer the vote that's going to win for this party, period. And we don't want people of color just for votes. We want to show that we care and that we have solutions to their problems, period. But the old school guys don't get that. So I'm going to be hammering a lot of guys down here soon. I talked to a congressman. I said, look, you're, you're going to have to unleash me soon because I'm sick of these guys. These guys need to be put on uh, put on notice. And you know what? I, I could talk all the political stuff in big words. No, I say it in a way that everyone can understand me. Amen. It, it's, so, it's, it's become impossible to have a discussion unless race is involved. And it's just it's so frustrating that the left has yeah. allowed or has pushed us to this point and that the garbage, you know, Republicans and the rest have allowed it to happen. We're, we're way past this. In yeah. society, the the people are not where uh, the media and and the rest of this garbage culture are. They they don't see race like that, and it's just it's just it drives me nuts that we have to even have that kind of discussion. The the policy ideas that you have are what's important, and that's what yeah. you know that's what's going to yeah. make or break you in the end. So let's get to that, right? Yeah, right. So here's a better one. I think I told you guys already, Trent. Can you come talk to our group of Republicans? We're the Christian something Republicans. Can you come speak to us? And she looked me right in the eye and said, can you come speak to us and tell us how, how to talk to blacks? I almost passed out. Like, what? Yeah, in Texas, I hear these things. So that's part of the problem. When we do this man on the street, we're going to do it as Republicans, as patriots, and we're going to go to those vile-minded people who are brainwashed, not being mad at them being mad at how the left has poisoned their minds and we're going to unpoison a lot of minds there. And then we got to go back. We just can't do it once me, and leave. We got to go back. Let me give some freaking advice to these freaking morons. Here's how you talk to people who you want to get your vote. 
you explain the problem, the symptom, the problem, yeah. what causes it, and then you say, here's the solution. It's pretty fucking simple when you think about it. We got rapid fire right now. Quick show opener yeah. on that front. Let me get uh, the rapid fire segment up here, and then we will get uh, Joe in here to hang out, or Joe in here to give us uh, 10 minutes of what he saw caught his eye today. Stand by. Joe, what caught your eye out there today in the news? I know there's a lot of good stuff out there today. Yeah, man, absolutely. I'll try to get through this stuff as quick as possible. Uh, The first thing I wanted to talk about was what we were discussing earlier about the Texas House did vote to track down and arrest the 58 Democrat members who fled if they don't return. So this is breaking news just coming out not too long ago. So that's actually really good to hear. I didn't I didn't realize it was that many. I thought it was like, you know, three or 10 or something like that. No, it was 58 of them that are all on um, on notice. Basically, Uh, I see I saw that uh, Denise out there had dropped this and I did want to bring up this real quick. Boris Johnson's foreign aid cuts uh, to last for for years as he survives the Tory vote, Tory vote revolt. That's a tongue twister. Uh, conservative MPs failed in a rebel bid to reserve a $4 billion reduction in aid to the world's poorest. Uh, so that's another interesting article. Thank you, Denise, for that one. Um, Ohio police chief yields to anti-police bullies by removing the thin blue line flag. Uh, This is pretty frustrating. I think we need to bring this up with uh, Mark uh, next week when we have Mark Paquita on over there in Ohio and ask him what he thinks about this, because I know from his discussions with him that the police um, out in near him anyways, do support the thin blue line. And I'm interested to see how he's going to handle this situation. Also that uh, just dropped the national pulse an Intel committee congressman who pushed the Russia collusion hoax is invested in Chinese communist party led companies. Oh, isn't that interesting? Uh, Democrat representative Peter, Peter Welch, who has called for a full scale, no holds barred investigation into the 2016 campaign uh, Trump campaign. Uh, non-existent links to the Russian government is invested in several CCP owned companies. The national pulse can exclusively reveal (laughs) again, isn't this normal business, but interesting how that's coming out. Uh, We did talk uh, a lot about, or we uh, talked a little bit about Cuba. I had three quick things I wanted to bring up. Uh, Number one, Cuban state security force detains an independent journalist named Dina stars as she was being interviewed, uh, there's a video out there, and I can drop this for you. Also, uh, there was a bit of a, a standoff, or sort of speak, or they were blocking the roads in Cuba. Uh, this just dropped a couple of hours ago as well. Uh, notice the "We are with you," which I agree. Lastly, on Cuba, Joseph J. Flynn getting word from a credible source that snipers are shooting people dead in Cuba and rounded up all the leaders of the protests blood on Castro's hands. So I think there's a lot going on there guys in Cuba and there's still going to be more to come out there. Brazil's federal police investigation investigate president Bolsonaro 
over corrupt vaccine deal. Well, there's another interesting story out of FCCED, which is always on fire. Man, they're really going after Bolsonaro still, huh? Yeah, this is at the request of the Supreme Court. Brazil's federal police has formally opened a probe into Bolsonaro uh, related to uh, alleged irregularities in the purchase of an Indian vaccine and could now question him, a source with knowledge of the matter said on Monday. Very interesting. They really don't um, like Bolsonaro, and it's I, you know, it's kind of like Trump. They're going to go after him however that he can. No so I'll, matter I'll, what, yeah, I'll withhold uh, judgment until we see how that comes out. I agree. I agree. This popped up on my news feed. Forty-three bodies have been found near the U.S.-Mexico border in Arizona as a heat wave grips the area. If you re- recall, yesterday I discussed a story about how some of the most remote areas of the desert, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> are being excuse me, are being uh, entered. Yeah, go ahead and grab a sip of water if you want. This area is what we talked about with some areas don't need a fence. Well, this is why they say some areas don't need a fence because it gets so unpassable and people still try to do it. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's heartbreaking in a lot of ways, right? People are just, some of these people are just trying to get free from oppression coming here uh, and this is what happens. That's exactly the point as well, man. Could you possibly imagine making that trek and then, of course, having to die in the desert? Just unbelievable, man. Uh, Another FCCD I had to talk about, former fraud prosecutor accused of scamming Louisiana and hurricane relief efforts. I swear to God, is there anything that's not about fraud or trying to squeeze money or pinch money out of something? At least six people, including a former fraud prosecutor and two state fire marshal uh, office employees, are accused of defrauding Louisiana more than $800,000 in profit. Have you ever seen the the disaster industry? There, there's a whole industry built around disasters, and it's wrought with fraud and kickbacks oh. and everything else. So, yeah. It's unreal. It's unfreaking real, man. A uh, couple of quick ones here I wanted to talk about. Uh, this is out of Greenbelt, Maryland. A uh, guy pleads guilty to coercion enticement of a minor trying to pick up a 14-year-old. Also in Whittier uh, in Los Angeles, a man sentenced nearly 20 years for a child pornography court uh, case. That was a Fred Joseph Stetcher Jr., who was 29. Decatur in Urbana, Illinois, uh, Courtney Williams, 32, um, 27 years in prison for child sex crimes. Thought you were done. Nope. There's one more. This one's out of Rantoul, which is down by Urbana as well. A Dwayne White, 56 of Rantoul, 150 months in prison for child pornography charges as well. So I got to say, man, this stuff, I hate reporting on it, but again, it's every single day multiple times a day i'm seeing reports about this kind of thing and man it's it's good to see these people being held accountable but geez is it ever gonna stop i gotta tell you i really like the idea of putting child predator mug shots on milk cartons absolutely absolutely Uh, a couple of quick uh last quick things guys zero hedge uh lawsuit centered on saudi x spymaster threatens to make u.s covert ops public this is very interesting came out last uh late last night a former top Saudi spy master now living in exile with extensive assets in Canada, the United States is embroiled in a long running legal fight with crown prince Mohammed bin Salman, which threatens to expose us state secrets. There's much more information in this article, guys definitely go and check that out. I was blown away. 
Uh, also, the Gateway Pundit, uh, and this has been released, President Trump releases that letter uh, from U.S. attorney who claimed A.G. Barr told him not to investigate the 2020 election results in Pennsylvania. So Trump did release the official letter. It is here, on, and I'm sure everywhere else on the Internet as well. Um, William McSwain basically said, I disagree with that decision, but those were my orders. And of course, as a Marine infantry officer, I was trained to follow the chain of command and respect the orders of my superior, even when I disagree with them. Abe can attest to that 100%. That was it, guys. That's all I had for you. Don't forget this uh, rapid fire segment is sponsored by StarVerockGolf.com. Go check out StarVerockGolf.com. Put in the code uncensored for 15% off. And that's all I got for you, brother. Back to you. Good stuff as always. Yeah, I want to dig in uh, into that uh, <laughs> MBS uh, story. Hmm, I wonder what state secrets he could possibly want to share. Any, any information about what ha- happened in, uh, I don't know, Las Vegas or any other places around the world, the collusion in between? That'd be great to hear about. Rise Attire, USA.com is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored. Check them out when you get time. Delete the elite for you guys. Just hearing pleasure. Messages to reject the mess. Their hidden agendas realized by subversion, or extremist vendettas that target the free. Our weapons are truth that prove highly effective with an impact surpassed only by the span of their reach. The powers that hope to control us will feed on those lost in philosophies devoid of all meaning. Don't be enticed by the divisive self-righteous who deal in deception, suppression, and greed. Flee from the nation of mindless who preach what's been forced down their throat by their peers and their teachers. Run from the depraved, guilty of treason whose roads have been paved by the tricks of their sleeves. When it's real, you can feel it. It appeals to your senses, whether dull or intense, most will tend to agree. We won't leave the blinded behind. We'll shoulder wounded soldiers till it's over, then we'll train them to see. The truth is the future. This beautiful movement makes the gatekeepers useless and their lies obsolete. With fury, we'll fight. By the glory of God, we'll delete the elite and release all their secrets. Ah, the greatest thing Rise Attire has ever put out in a long time. RiseAttireUSA.com. With with your guys' support, those guys are going to be back up and running in the very near future, and we appreciate that from you guys very much. All right, we got through the first hour with the quickness, bro. It is the second hour, and we have call-ins opened up at this point. Let me say hello to everyone over there in chat. Chris talking about the discussion yesterday, Joe, you had about Sidney Powell being attacked and she said, bring it, basically, Chris, uh, if you, in case you missed that. Uh, yeah, uh, Sydney, Sydney was ready to go. You guys want to go? Let's go. Or, or, or trying to go towards the January 6th insurrection. And uh, basically, Sydney Powell said, just so you all know, None of these lawyers that are here today, except for me, are the ones who filed the official paperwork. So if you got any issue, then take issue with me and uh, basically said, come and get it is is the way I looked at it, man. So what a way to end that hearing yesterday in Michigan. Yeah, man, no doubt. Denise out there, why is it taking them so long to release the letter? That's what I'm, you know, that's what bothers me about Bill Barr, Trenton. Here's another example of somebody who we all had a lot of hope for in the beginning and in the end, it ends up being the same old bullshit with uh, people that are letting America down. Dude, they got to him. It's only a matter of time. I mean, some of these guys talk a good game. And, you know, as time goes on, they just wear these guys down and these guys just get got, you know. And it, it's a shame because 
there's only a few people here that I have faith in. There's a guy here in Texas called Brad Mandar, who I'm teaming up with. He's going to be running for Congress. This guy is a replica of me, but he's a Jewish guy. And I tell you, he is not the establishment at all. But listen, we got to understand something. When we put these guys in those high positions, they may last for about two years, three years. But over time, they'll get scared. They'll start thinking about their seats. And the Democrats and the left just wear them down that no one sees. And the next thing you know, we're in this situation here. So I no longer put faith in just one person. We got to do it as a nation. But right now, you know, hey, expect more. We're not going to see those anytime soon, guys. Well, that's exactly what Trump was talking about in his uh, CPAC speech, too, Trenton, uh, was uh, about Barr and how they basically said, okay, we're just going to impeach Barr. And that's yeah. when that's when Barr just went, um, you know what, uh, I've had a good career. I'm just going to kind of bow out. I mean, that's yeah. that's not what Trump said, but it, it, that's kind of the feeling I got from what Trump was saying. Yeah, and it happens. Look, man, it happens. It happens. And so on, on my post, a lot of my posts, I say new leadership's needed. New leadership who's going to stand up and have a backbone. Look, man, we're, we're not doing this to get rich. In politics, you should never get rich. So stand up for the people. And if you're serious about it, things like that won't happen. You can't be threatened. You can't be uh, – look, I would respect Barr if he said, you know what, go ahead and do it. And then him go to jail or something for the people, almost like General Flynn yep. in a sense, something like that. And then I respect him. But like I said, man, these guys – these old, these older guys, I mean, you can't depend on anybody. I depend on a different voice with different ideas, more so than the guys that have been in the game way too long. Yeah, man. 100%. All right, quiet on the calls, Joe? Uh, quiet on the calls, but I did want to do a couple of quick shout-outs. Uh, Glenn, Slypark 2020, Napkin Nader. Looney left losers. You're absolutely right there, Napkinator. <laughs> Sly Park 2020, Truth Seeker 7815, and uh, Darth Q towards uh, through a ship for the new mics. Thank you, brother. Kathy HT, thank you for your coverage and updates and others out there. Thank you guys for the gold pills. Just wanted to kind of cover those real quick. Good stuff. Glenn's wondering if Texas law includes replacement of legislature for abandonment. That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be something to research. If you find anything on that, let me know. Um, but, I mean, the law is the law, so they, they could yeah. probably just be arrested. And, yeah, I mean, then at, at that point you'd have to, I guess, uh, elect new representatives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to – I mean, look, I don't think you guys realize how bad it is. You guys have been here in Dallas, but uh, it's – Dude, it's pretty bad. It's it's pretty bad as far as turning blue. And like I said, when I came from uh, New York to here, I thought this is a pillar of Republican values, Texas. Yeah, right, dude. This is this place is a mess. This place is a mess. And if Texas falls blue, I'm telling you right now, it's going to really speed up the rest of the country because this is where it should be uh, strong, the strongest, I think. And it's not. You have a lot of uh, people who are uh, flipping seats. We have undercover Democrats. Uh, that are posing as Republicans. I mean, it's bad down here, man. It's bad because I'm starting to face some uh, some um, some advice from people who are telling me if I want to run here, I'll watch out for this. You would not believe how many hoops I'm going to have to jump through and how many guys I'm going to have to not make mad. Oh, people tell me that, oh, you can't get this guy mad. Oh, I'm like, screw this. Yeah. I'm going to break up all the dishes, man. No, that's sad. That's what I would do, and that's why I was told um, it's too toxic for me. Don't don't go here, go there yet. And that they were specifically talking about DC. I think if I think if you try to stay local, you may have more influence. Um, and here's the thing about about Dallas in that area: 
the the left and uh, Soros groups and then all of them have been targeting Florida, Ohio, and Texas because they know if they get those three, they'll they'll never lose another election. So they're doing like you said, everything they can to subvert the true will of the people in those areas for sure. But that's where you and I and your brother come in, and it's going to grow. It's going to be a movement, and that's where we come in, and we say, no, this is wrong. And then we put their feet to the fire, and we go right to the people and tell them, this is how it's supposed to work for you, not for them. And I guarantee you, we're going to do some major damage, guys. Just be prepared for a backlash. I'm not doing this just to come up there and see you guys and go fishing on our break. No, I'm going up there to change minds and to spread what I believe and to spread in what this country stands for. So we are going to make some damage and we are going to make some people not happy. And that's what I want. I want a serious backlash so you and I and your brother can come back and smack them back. Boom. Completely agree with you there, Trenton. We have our uh, residential truck driver, uh, a.k.a. the Texan, joining us on a call. Texan, how's the weather? It looks sunny and nice out there. How you doing, brother? Man, I tell you what, it's hotter than the damn Wendy's in Atlanta. <laughs> freaking, it's freaking burning up down here, dude. <laughs> it's normal. It's normal weather for Texas anyway. We're getting uh, plenty of rain off and on. Man, I'm looking at the cornfields right now. The crops are freaking awesome. So, uh, anyway, Trent, man, good, good to see you on the show, man. Hey, how's it going? You know what? I was thinking about you because I wondered if you knew about man on the street that, that, uh, me, Abe and, uh, average Joe were doing. And I figured that we didn't tell enough people cause we decided that after the show, Abe had this great idea and I'm thinking, you know what? Don't even say no more. Let's do it. And so, uh, yeah, I was hoping that uh, you get involved in that. You know what? That's kind of why I called brother. Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of a lot of changes uh, uh, with jobs and stuff, uh, trying to free up some time to get more involved in this. And, uh, you know, dude, I'm over here in Irving. And, uh, you know, that's not okay. very far. That's not very far from you, right? No, no, not far at all. I'll be in yeah. Irving, actually, on the 24th. I'll be meeting with Glenn Beck. I got a little speech there at his studio. So hopefully, if you're still there, man, I can see you. I'll tell you what, dude. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to get your information. I want to stay in touch with you. Like I said, uh, some big changes are, are coming in my life where I'm going to free up a lot of time and I can get more involved in this. You know, uh, I, I want to definitely dedicate more time to this. So we definitely want to talk to you more about it. And, uh, but, Jen, you know what the big story is down here in Texas. I think y'all were touching on it earlier. I, I missed part of the show when I was getting loaded a while ago, uh, you know, about the Democrats leaving Texas, right? Yes, they scattered like roaches. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and all that. I know. I know y'all know about it. Uh, so, what was know, the uh, what was the reason? What what legislation or what was it? It was an emergency quorum, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, when when they were in uh, uh, regular session, uh, they, they kept stonewalling basically, and then they walked out right at, at the very last minute. And what it was about was about you know uh, the the new laws they're trying to pass uh, here in Texas to uh, uh, protect you know voters. Uh, to make sure, you know, like what, what do they call it? Damn it. Uh, uh, voter ID and, and shit like that. The Democrats are all against it, you know, of course. And uh, so they, they walked out on that. Uh, something that uh, Greg Abbott's trying to get done. And so he called a special session, called them back in, and, and it was on the 8th of this month. And uh, so those issues were going to be brought back up and taken care of. Well, instead of doing their job they hauled ass outside of the state so if they're outside of the state then they can't hold session 
if they they're in, if they're in DC. Yeah. So I something tells me that uh, Governor Abbott is going to make a example out of these meatheads. He damn sure is. As a matter of fact, uh, they're already talking about the Texas Rangers getting arrest warrants ready, and uh, <laughs> you know they, they're not they're not going to run away that easy. And uh, I heard uh, Mojo talking about it. Oh, let me say this. I don't know who in the hell in Washington, D.C. told them it was a good idea to, for these Texas Democrats to run up there. They would be protected. They're not going to be protected because the governor, the governor can actually, once uh, this time's out, he can continue to call a special session once a month all the way up to a year. So th- th- these, these people, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. And plus, they, they, they were raising, they, they were doing like campaign funds, what I heard earlier today. Mojo actually brought this to my attention. They, they were doing campaign funding, uh, raising and stuff. And uh, as they were getting on a plane, and it was a federal airport they were at, and it's illegal to uh, do, uh, uh, you know, campaigning for funds on uh, federal property. So now our attorney general is already going to slap them with that shit, too, for uh, Ill, illegal campaign funds. I mean, it's just it's just getting better yeah. and better as it goes. Well, man, day I, by day. I can tell you what they're thinking. You don't forget your most leftist Democrats have the mentality of a six year old. So, I mean, that's, you know, though, you're you're asking for a little too much. <laughs> Texan, just just real quick. Um, they did actually uh, uh, issue the arrest warrants, just so you're aware. And okay, I, when cool. I, when they, they say they I don't know who they is. But um, they they are in big shit trouble, if you ask me. Uh, we got our buddy Diddy Style joining us here uh, as well. Real quick, I can tell you who they is. They is the Texas Rangers, and you don't mess with they. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. Uh, Diddy Style, what's up, brother? How are you doing today? Good. How are you guys doing? Oh, doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. I got both of our Texan brothers here. Uh, yeah. With Trenton White today, this is perfect. How are you guys doing? That's just, that's precisely why I called him. Well, not precisely. I love talking to you guys. You know, I love y'all. But anyway, um, yeah, I saw Texan, and then I saw that Trenton White was on again. So, uh, kind of wanted to catch in. I, I just got off work, so I'm kind of catching, you know, towards the end of it. But wanted to, I didn't know how many people were in line, so I wanted to go ahead and jump in. Yeah. So basically, man, we're people. we're trying to pitch the idea of uh, us three on the street. We're gonna go to. Um, well, the first one's going to be here in Wisconsin. So we'll probably go to either Milwaukee or Racine and Madison and just do man on the street, quite, talk to people, uh, see if we can open up discussions with people and just do that kind of a thing. And then we want to expand that to other areas where there's news going on and including to inner cities like in Dallas and places like that. So that's the goal. So we were kind of pitching the idea about it with people because we never really had a chance to talk about it. You know, we kind of, we were waiting for Branson event to get done before we started talking about fundraising for another event. So that's kind of what we were talking about today, bro. Gotcha. Gotcha. Man, I think as we all know, man, like everything is happening at the grassroots, you know, um, I, I don't know, Trenton, um, by the way, I'm Diddy Style. Um, uh, you were on the show, I guess, a month or so ago, uh, maybe a little longer than that, when me and High Seas kind of first just started. Uh, she she had, had taken back Texas going for a while. I think she's actually over close to the area. You're in Arlington, is that right? Is that where you're running? Fort Worth. Fort Worth? Okay, okay, yeah. which is, you know, right next door to it. Um, uh, what, what, same county and everything. Yeah. Um, Anyways, 
<clears throat> me and her have a, a server going and we'll have a web page up actually pretty soon and we're doing a lot of the same we actually um we just got in contact we were having people getting ballot certified then i got in touch with um the guy uh what i just forgot his name completely um digital Social network and he got me onto the precinct committeeman thing and so we've got a lady with us now that's getting people certified to do that as well and so we're gonna have a website probably i'm hoping maybe in two weeks at the most but in the meantime, um, we're, we're making things happen. We've got some, the guy that actually ran for, I wanna say it was uh, Arlington. Um, he ran last year and really he won, but got, got it stolen from him. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Uh, I've met him a couple of times, but honestly, I, I'm horrible with names as bad as that is. Um, and anyways, her name is at high seas. I don't know if she ever got in contact with you. I think that one day we'd spoke briefly about it, but um, basically he's kind of, you know, uh, exploratory uh, looking right now, you know, it's kind of in, in the future at this point. I, so I don't think, you know, Trenton, you will probably won't be ready on the ballot in 22. Right. So, well, no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. We're going to do this in a few years. I mean, look, I possibly could, but not right now, man, what I'm trying to do like man, on the street is also, you know, look, I may run for something out of Texas because, Oh, Abe had a great idea. My whole premise is if I get voters from Texas or wherever, I want them to know who I am and what my message is. There's no better way to, to uh, do that than going on the streets. And they won't forget us by going down there, me, Abe, and uh, Average Joe. They won't forget us. So that's my whole premise. But my whole concern is the people first. When I run, it's to help the people. But I want the people first to know why they're voting for people, how they're yeah. getting misused everything and that's what you got to do no tv station is going to do that no book no podium you got to go to the people and that's where we're going and then i will run because i'll be in a better position to run maybe for a bigger seat after i shake a few of these guys up i was gonna say that that honestly that actually works out i mean that you you've nailed it right on the head like you know um getting everybody used to that's uh that's one of the things like me and uh with our taking back texas server we have an event literally two to three times a week. Um, and like I said, I forget the gentleman's name um, from Arlington. He ran for mayor. Uh, he's a he's a black guy as well. He got beat by some freaking. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. Gosh, it, it drives me nuts because I just saw him literally this weekend at CPAC. Um, super freaking, super great guy. I mean, I've got to meet this guy and everything. So, um, but uh but what we're bringing kind of the same thing as what, what y'all are doing, going out and meeting the great people, man. I'd be glad if y'all come down to Texas or wherever y'all start, uh, Joe, uh, Abe, y'all know I'm willing to travel. I mean, if I've got enough time heads up and y'all want to go somewhere and like, quite frankly, if y'all need to, so, you know, just, I know y'all got the one a Praetorium if they can't make it. Um, I got a group of some guys that, you know, are willing to come and hang out and, they're not they're, they're not violent or anything but they're just you know hang around make sure everybody's safe whatever but they're just like we are they're they're straight up patriots so want to talk to people and spread the word they're just like us that would be glad to go to events kind of like when uh jason frank does his thing you know uh he's always got some people that are just kind of hanging around making sure stuff is safe you know what i mean but yeah um, i mean we're just I, looking I, at we're, we're i mean we're not gonna i'm not gonna go into an area where we're gonna put our lives at risk we're gonna go to areas yeah. where we can talk to people that are 
the active voters in those areas that are engaged. I don't want to. It's it's pointless to talk to people who aren't engaged, right? So, you know, but there is areas where. Um, you know, we're going to talk uh, with others about making sure that we are secure if we go to those areas. So, I mean, for now, honestly, it's just a matter of of, of coming to Wisconsin and getting the first one in the books. You know what I'm saying? So kind of looking forward to that. Texan, any other thoughts going on out there? Yeah, man, I'd like to see y'all come down uh, not only to Dallas, but, you know, the the the, the other shitholes, so to speak, like Houston and Austin and San Antonio. Th- those are the big ones really here in, in uh, Texas. Shit, I'd love that to need go to, be to Austin. I'd love to go to Austin and, and play around with some college kids' minds. <laughs> you know, what, what I, hate, I, I, I hate that I even have to say that I went to school down there. Like, it used to be something that was prideful, and it's fucking embarrassing now. Yeah, well, you survived because surviving that is not very easy to <laughs> oh, survive almost, that indoctrination, they, they so... Oh, yeah, they almost had me fooled. Like, I remember, and I didn't vote for Obama, but I wasn't opposed to him on the first term. And about halfway through his first term, I was like, this dude's, wait, wait a second, hold up. You know, and by that time, I, you know, I was I was always, you know, I've got a checkered past, if you want to call it that. So I was always on the other side of things. And I picked up real quick that that guy was crooked as all get out. But, right, yeah, I did, man, yeah, I, I, I think y'all got, that's a great idea, man. I. I'm down like, and I've got people, um, with, the with the taking back Texas group. And then we've got, the, um, there's a couple of groups here, uh, Trenton, if you're over in Fort Worth, man, um, yeah. I brought, if there's a way we can get in contact, man, there's, we've got a lot of local groups that do things, everything for, uh, protect our kids. Um, yeah. there are a lot of, of local groups of, of Patriots, you know, um, you know, not all of them are all as deep as if you'd call it into the rabbit hole, which, um, that's the reason that we keep that. I keep our server, uh, for taking back Texas private, um, on discord, honestly, is because we're more political and, you know, if I had it open, everybody join it, that'd mean all the, the one yeah. 17 people, which not nothing against them, but when I'm trying to be political, we're trying to have stuff that, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to commit political suicide right out the door if you get what i'm saying well you can do uh, this man go to my page on facebook or instagram trent white usa send me a message because i have a lot of groups it's funny you said that calling me now i just was told to lead like four different groups and it's tough but, because i gotta make sure these guys are legitimate um yeah so pretty much you, can, you know look i trust you but yeah, uh, yeah. you know people are asking all the time hey join the group lead these guys and they have uh, they have this group called the uh, multi-race Republicans, which I don't want to be affiliated with nothing that has race in it or anything yeah. like that. But if it's about Patriots, save our country, save the kids, I got school board members. Uh, that's what I'm going to be speaking at on the 24th. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, we can get it done down there. I'm sure I can get Abe and Average Joe down here. We can go fishing too. They like fishing, man. So if you want them down here, you got to point out some good lakes for them and then they'll come. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I, I know. Uh... Lake, uh, if I, know, I don't know how long you've been down here, Trenton, but man, Lake Fork, uh, Tawakini's decent for Lake, but Lake LeBron's really good for uh, catfish and bass. But Lake Fork is like the capital, the bass capital of like Texas for sure. So within nice. an hour, hour and a half drive of Dallas, man, oh, if y'all want to go fishing, and I got a 19 foot bass tracker, dude, we can go tear it up, man. Like, plus, uh, uh I'm building a uh, uh, a garage right now with the, what they call, I guess, what do you call it, in-law suite. So I literally have rug space, uh, couch space, whatever you call it. So, man, if y'all come this way, 
we'll take care of y'all. The other thing we're doing with our uh, website is I'm putting together a non-for-profit uh, non uh, DVA or whatever under my S corporation. So we're gonna have, um, we have our webpage and we have our event later on this year. Um, anything that we profit is gonna be used to go back towards um, taking back Texas, meaning that me and high seas won't profit anything, meaning that money we can use to put towards paying for y'all's expenses to get down, so on and so forth and stuff like that. So if it's after October, um, when we have our event, anything that's left over, we could immediately allocate to y'all's expenses coming down here and that would be completely wrote off on our not-for-profit, so. Awesome, Diddy, awesome stuff, man. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta keep the communication, uh, keep getting in contact, keep these grassroots efforts going. It's super important. Uh, Texan, I see you heading back out on the road there. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add to the conversation, brother? I'm really looking forward to the man on the street. Uh, honestly, guys, that's going to be awesome. And, uh, I like the idea behind it, the whole campaign idea and everything. And, uh, like I said, Trenton, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch with you, man. And, uh, hell, I, I'll support you and, uh, and this, uh, this effort that, that you're doing. I mean, as much as I possibly can, hundred percent brother. And I'm, I'm sure, man. Sure. Absolutely. And I'm really looking forward to it. But, uh, with that guys, I got to go and I'll see you down the road. Thanks. It's good seeing you, bro. Right, we're we're going to catch up one day again. <laughs> much love, Texan. Be careful out there, bro. Take care, Texan. Much love, bro. All right, uh, Abe. So we're on something good, man. We need to get this going because I think it's going to be tremendous. I told you already, me, you, and average Joe in the streets. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be good because no one is doing it like we're going to do it. Yeah. Trust me. He's, he's right. And. Like I keep saying, the grassroots is where everything is happening right now. If y'all think about it, grassroots is what, that's what started Arizona. Grassroots is what started what's going on in Georgia, Pennsylvania. It's all grassroots level. It's, you know, in the beginning, Joe, y'all remember when I always was preaching about reach, uh, reach and teach, reach and teach, reach and teach. I mean, it's, I steadily still do it to this day. And that event at CPAC, was you remember how close we were to the very rough part of town whenever y'all were down for the garden country? That's exactly where CPAC was. I mean, it's right off of 35, right behind the Anatolia is extremely tough area. You know, you're talking about just a rough area. I mean, that, there used to be chop shops and everything up and down through there. So, and we literally had one person, one person that was, uh, uh, anti-Trump. Now we had a few people uh, that drove by and honked, you know, flipping us off. But other than that, we had thousands of people outside with flags. And then inside they said, I think it was sold out at 4,500 or something like that. But I've been in Anatole before and between the main room and the two satellite rooms, I would argue that there's probably six to 7,000, if not more than that. I don't know the numbers. I haven't looked into that, but I know just from what my eye saw, it was all Trump people up and down the highway, um, up and down the service road and zero, zero, just like that forgotten country. Everybody knew we were there. BLM knew we were there. Uh, Spanish Mifa knew we were there. All of them knew we were there because <laughs> Antifa or BLM actually paid this logo truck van company that has like led lights on it <laughs> to drive by with BLM for the whole two days or whatever. Figures. And all the, and what's funny is literally the cops stopped in front of him and behind him and made him trap in front of like 
thousand people, you know, like 500 people on one side of 500 people on the other side of the street and made them to where he couldn't move. And people are yelling on him on this bullhorn, you know, just all kinds of stuff. They weren't actually, and then what's good is they weren't being vulgar. You know, they were just telling the truth, you know, like, Hey, you know, do you really realize what you're doing? Do you, you know, could you not find a better job than that? And, you know, stuff like that. But the one person that was there that I would call even that protesting or that protested the Trump uh, rally was a 22 year old, 20, 20 to 22 year old looking kid that was wearing a yarmulke, which means he's Jewish, right? Or would you, you would think would mean he's Jewish or has Jewish blood or whatever. And he has a sign that says Trump is fascist. Or Trump, <laughs> Trump equals fascism. He doesn't and even know what he's walk, holding up. <laughs> that's what I wanted to walk up to. I wanted to walk up to him yeah. and say, first of all, parents? do you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want to say. Do you know what fascism is? And then second of all, if, if you're talking about Trump is fascism and yet you're a Jew, you your your family history and your parents ought to have already told you what true fascism is. Yeah, it, it, the only part that he might be right on is it's far right, but a lot of us don't align with. Far no, right it's not. Anymore. It's not. Hitler was not far right. That's a that's a re, that's, that's a rewritten history is what yeah, that is. That's as I was going to say. He's looking at new stuff, not. If he if he knew what the way back machine was, he would see the difference right. in true uh, fascism, you know, and all that. Yeah, and man. The other, you know, there's so much to it that he. Just I appreciate you, Diddy, big time, bro. Love you, but bro. Yeah, appreciate yeah, you, man. Bro. Thanks for coming to hang out with us, bro. Appreciate the call, Diddy. Style, man. Like y'all, y'all know me, man. I always can seem to go go forever. <laughs> oh, you're all good, Diddy. Appreciate it, brother. Have a great day. Absolutely, man. I love you guys. I'll holler at y'all later and. uh other than that, we'll catch y'all next time, guys. Sounds good, brother. Right, take, take care. care All right, but Abe and Beverage Joe, that's my point. I have nothing against Trump, but everything was Trump there. My point is, why can't we put up the, the GOP party, the Patriots, as one country? Period. I love Trump, but why are we still hanging on Trump? We're still hanging on him. He's gone. Is that the only hope we have for this country? No. We're Republicans and patriots. It's within ourselves to do it. The people got Trump in, okay? And now it's up to us to maintain what he exposed to us. And why people want to distill Trump this, Trump that. What are you going to do in eight years? He can't run again. We got to establish our own identity as a party. And that's the foundation of the Tea Party is the foundation of um, a solutions-based conservative worldview, but cons- solutions-based that is about compromise. That's what it's always been about from the beginning. You know, Newt, Newt kind of led the way in policies in, in D.C., but we have to, at the ground grassroots level, make sure that we're talking about how to solve these problems and not just, you know, pointing fingers or talking about race or everything else. Yeah. I, I, I'm totally with you, man, and it's... It's always been my life passion to research individual problems and then find out where the, where are, you know, I'm not going that far. I'm not going this far. Okay. Well, we can still meet in the middle here trying to find those solutions with people. And it's, it's possible if we just focus on it. Yes, it is. It's very possible. But like I said, man, one guy I found out at uh, God and country, when I was doing my speech, I mentioned that again. And someone got upset with me for saying, Oh, I had said once, when I come back to this thing, I want to see more color in the in the audience, meaning we open our doors and people start believing in us. And someone took offense to that. It, it was an old school doctor who was an old school conservative. And I found out through somebody that he was upset with me for saying that one thing. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, 
the left is doing all this nonsense and you're mad because I said that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Unreal. It's uh <laughs> it's amazing what people focus on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's I mean there's it's that's part of the of the problem is where we we've forgotten how to talk to each other too, you know. Um it's very frustrating, but I'm look forward to to just you know, cuz we you're only going to find people who want to talk, right? Otherwise, people are just yeah. going to, like, get the fuck away from me. Got it. I will just turn yeah. around and walk the other direction, right? You know? Yeah, but you know what? I don't think it's going to be that bad, man, because, look, we're coming in as a face of this country. All we need is a Hispanic guy with us. Think about it. A white guy, two white guys, and a black guy talking about the same thing. That's going to be a beautiful thing, and I don't think they're going to really be against us like like we think. Now, if you and average Joe go, it might be different. Nah, I think we'll be fine. I mean, because it's like like we talked about. It's all about how you approach people, you right? Yeah. But see, here's the problem. You probably had some Democrats who go there, and they may visit one time and want their votes, and you never see them again. But they're going to keep seeing us. And I tell you, man, I'm so excited. Everyone at the table right now who probably didn't call in is excited about this. This is a big deal. I hope you guys understand the magnitude of how I'm going to present it and how you guys are going to talk. We're going to make a difference, and it's going to send waves. I want this thing to send waves from Wisconsin all the way across the country, and then we try to get a conversation with that ridiculous mayor of Chicago. That's the goal. Now that I would like to uh, like to do, uh, especially being here in Illinois. In fact, uh, Kinzinger, Adam Kinzinger's office is very near my location, and, man, I'd love to stake out outside of his office, although I know he's never there, but uh, it would sure be great to try to catch up with that rhino. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. And so, like I said, guys, look, we're on the same page. There's a, there's a bunch of other people on the same page in this country. The problem is they're not leaders and that's fine. I'm a leader. You guys are leaders and that's what they need. Someone's got to step up and not step up in this old school way that has failed us. Um, they need to step up and have a new voice, a new image, a new perspective on things. And that's what I bring to the table. And that's what you guys bring. And that's why I think we're going to open eyes. This is, this is a great time for us to do what we're doing because this country, like it or not, people are voting Democrat and don't know why I heard about this one place in Weatherford, Texas. They want me to run there. And I said, why would I run in Weatherford, Texas? Well, it's a growing city right next to Fort Worth and it's getting bigger. And they said, you could steal the the Hispanic vote here. There's a guy there who's been in office for like 10 years. And most of his votes are from whites. And it's mostly a white area. But there's a ton of Hispanics who vote Democrat because they don't believe in the Republicans. And they said, look, your message can get them over to vote. Now, I don't want to run in that area. But if it comes down to it, I'm going to do a lot of speeches there and maybe flip that. But that's the kind of thing we're facing, guys. The Hispanic vote is huge. And I tell you, a lot of them don't want to vote Democrat, but we have not laid out anything that is favorable to them. So why would they vote for us? And that's the problem we're going to have. Yeah. And, you know, just the outreach alone. So, you know, I'm just hoping that, you know, we're, we're able to to pull the party in a direction, too. I think, you know, I don't want to say us or this show can, but uh, those of us who can be outspoken about it, can, you know, call out the party whenever you get a chance and say, what are you doing for outreach in inner city communities and, and other places like that that you normally don't do outreach at? I, there, there's a huge voting block there that is just under-engaged and uh, underrepresented in this country. And I, 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 it's, it's something that's always really bugged me, man. 
Yeah, you know, and, and like I said, I was telling one guy, if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the thing of this party. Uh, they thought that they could just ride this wave from the 50s on up, and now we're in a different world. We're in a world where this country is more diverse than ever. Uh, we have a lot of moral uh, issues going on. We have people who want to change how we live as Americans. And I think people are ready. And I think the people who are being taken advantage of, deep down in their hearts, they know it. But they have no other way to go but Democrat because we as a party, once again, have not shown them that we have a better solution and that we care and that they need to get pride back in this country. And here's how you do it. And um, right now, like you said earlier, Abe, the left is running the conversation. We need to take the mic from them and start running the conversation with what we believe in and what's right for this country. Amen to that. All right, I got a couple of news things that I want to touch on real quick, and then we can do a little bit of discussion about that, and then we'll close the show down for the rest of the day. Uh, people really busy today, not wanting to call in today. That's fine. I can understand that. I got some stuff for you guys I can I want to cover here, so let me pull these up real quick. Um, good seeing you guys all out there in chat. Hope all is well out there. Man, I'll tell you what, it's finally sunny here in Illinois after three days of constant rain. Um, it, it was nice to see the sun come out today, so I wouldn't doubt uh, some people are maybe outside actually enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> listening, but not in a spot where they can call. The FBI, the FBI allegedly used at least 12 informants in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping case. Huh. Is that informants, huh? Is that like another way of, uh, you know, inducing a narrative into a group of people by putting people in there that want to cause violence? Huh. It's funny how that, that works. Like- Almost like January 6th. Yeah, almost. it's almost like that. It's pretty funny. The government employed at least a dozen confidential informants to infiltrate groups of armed extremists who allegedly plotted to kidnap the governor of Michigan, according to a new filing in a federal court on Monday. The filing uh, made by one of the five defendants in the federal case asked that prosecutors be ordered to share more information about those informants, their relationships with the FBI, and the specific roles they played in building the case. It came among a blizzard of 15 new defense motions in a high-profile case, including requests to move it to a different district to suppress evidence from a search warrant, huh? And to try uh, at least one dependent uh, defendant separately from the others. Taken together, the new court papers offered a glimpse of the evolving defense strategies in the case, with several attorneys saying they plan to argue that the FBI induced or persuaded. Men to go along with the scheme. Where else does this sound like it's coming from, Joe? It's just the same tactic from the FBI over and over again. The FBI has been weaponized against America. You did. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely spot on there, brother. We got, uh, I see an 817 uh, trying to call in, uh, but I didn't want to put the uh, phone number up on the screen there, Abe. Um. All right, go ahead. Um. There we go. Eight one seven. Are you there? If you can unmute your mic. You gotta. You and, you have to go in ten minutes. Yes. Yes. I'm going over to uh, loyal to the foil show. Uh, right after this show, actually. Eight one seven. Are you there? Yes. It's a non-mojo. Oh, hey, Mojo. How are you? Let me uh, let me uh, rename you here so I don't get your phone number up uh, up there. How are you doing today, yeah, Mojo? Yeah, please don't post that. How, how are you today, Mojo? 
I'm doing good. How are you boys? Well, I have some fun facts to share. If you've heard Mustard's show, then you know what I'm about to say. So yesterday, Dan Patrick puts out this little uh, clip, you know, a photo, and I'm looking at the photo, I'm looking at the photo on Twitter, and all of a sudden I see the case of beer. And I circle it, I DM him, and he DMs me back, nice catch. You know, that the Democrats were taken off with a case of beer, you know. And it was hilarious. I started watching this in real time. The Democrats deleting the photo off the internet. Wow. Good stuff. It was hilarious. I didn't catch that. I'm glad you caught that. I didn't realize it was beer that they had on on there. (laughs) They had a case of beer sitting in the, you know, in the seat. And um, actually, I mean, I was shocked that actually Dan Patrick, you know, even sent me, you know, something back, you know, but it was like automatic and it just went viral right in front of my eyes over this. But the good thing in Texas is, you know, we have a tough AG, Ken Paxton, and we need to get him back in instead of Bush in 2022. But Paxton got them on another thing. The Democrats have now got, they drove those buses onto Bergstrom Airport, which is a federal airport, international federal land. And they started, uh uh-oh, I don't know how to shut my automatic. So what they did was they started fundraising online why they were boarding these planes. So now they've got them on finance, uh, campaign finance uh, fraud now. So these 58 Democrats are in a deep shit. It's trouble in Texas. Yes, ma'am. And I heard they've already uh, sent arrest warrants out for them. Oh, yeah, they're not kidding around, man. And here's the other kicker the one kicker that no one's talking about. So they think they only have 30 days in Washington, D.C. And let's face it, you guys have been to D.C. a lot, right, Abe? D.C. is not a nice place to stay compared to Texas. Yeah, it's Um, it's changed a lot. I mean, obviously, depending on where you stay, but. Well, I mean, their dining is limited. You know, they still have the COVID stuff the math stuff, all of that. Texas is wide open, baby. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. You know, I mean, you saw what happened when you came to Texas. Like, wow, this is another country. (laughs) It's free here. Yeah, I'm I'm used to that, too. We don't don't play that stupid games up here up in Wisconsin either, so. Thank God. Thank God. But D.C. still plays those games, right? So, yeah. Abbott is going to do a special session every 30 days, and he has up to a year, and he will keep calling it and keep calling it. He can drag this out for a solid year. Yeah, that's what Texan was saying earlier. That's um, I hope he does. I hope he gets him in line. It's unbelievable. Now, the, so, only, thing anyway, I, the, only, the only thing I – every time I hear Abbott's name, the only thing I can think of – still to this day 
is him coming on with his little speech about how he doesn't want Gab in Texas. That's the only thing that still drives me nuts. He came out uh, shortly after everybody else was kind of attacking Gab. And, uh, you know, I think he even wrote, didn't he write an executive order, I think, in Texas? Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. But that was. Oh, I pretty... believe there was. Yeah. No, and we were all pissed at him. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I, but, there... but other than that, since then, he has been really doing some good. And, and so I don't know really where to stand uh, with but, Abbott. But I also know that he's coming into an election year next year. So that could answer a lot right. of those questions. That's exactly where I was going with this. I don't know if he is scared of Alan West. I mean, because the other guys that are running are jokes. They're old rhinos. And, you know, I mean, come on. I never trusted Abbott, but I do trust Ken Paxton. Trenton, what are your thoughts about Abbott and and, uh, Alan West? You know, I think he's... I think it's going to be a tough race. Alan West has a lot of credibility here. You know, me being here, I met him a few times in Dallas. We talked and uh, I think it's a 50 50. And I think if he follows through with punishing the Democrats of Texas for doing what they've done, that's going to be huge. And and I think they're in trouble just for that reason alone, because the election is going to come up soon. And so he has to make a serious stand. And I think the Democrats, if he plays it right, hand him victory as far as I'm concerned. He has to go through with this. He, uh, I mean, he yeah. has to go through with this, arrest him, and prosecute. He has to. If he doesn't, he lost. Sad to say, but that's how it is. In this. I mean, that's how the game's run. Well, I think but- Paxton has to, too, because if Paxton doesn't, they're, you know, the rhinos are coming up, sure. you know, with the, the bush. But here's, here's the other deal. I don't know if I trust either of them. I'm not, I'm not 100% sold on West, you know? And I don't know if it's if those are our two strongest people, Abbott and West. It's still early. Well, well, I wasn't going to say it about West. You said it, so I'm going to go ahead and elaborate. I'm not a big fan. I I talked to him a little bit, and he kind of put me off, and we started talking about certain things, which I didn't agree with him on. But I'm telling Mm -hmm. you what he's doing. He's hitting these small counties really hard, which is counties I hit. And they love him, but there's no alternative. You know what I'm saying? There's no one else strong. That's true or of name recognition that challenge him. And I tell you, down the road, I would love to be in this position. But now I have people calling me wanting to be a surrogate uh, on who I want to, you know, who I think is going to be governor. I'm telling you right now, I don't trust either one guy. But if that's the case, at least we know what Abbott's about. You know what I'm saying? At least we know. It was those two. I still think Abbott wins a close race. Right, but Abbott has a lot of sins in his his past regarding him never putting someone, the number three man, in charge when, since 2016, on the border, that wall should have been the first friggin' wall built. And it was California got built before Texas. Let's not let us down. Let's not forget to throw Chad Prather in there. He's also running. Yeah, but Abbott and West seem like the front runners right now. The, the more people I talk to, I'm kind of surprised West is getting all the love he's getting, kind of. But um, people are going to go with him. Look, and like I said before, right. take away – I hate to say it, this party goes with the climate of the, the nation. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to say it since you guys won't say it. Since, him, since he's black, I'm telling you right now, Texas yeah. might try to make a statement and put him in. Trust me. That's an interesting point. 
And Trent, I look forward to finally meeting you. Me and Trent have a table at the Denton GOP uh, Lincoln Reagan dinner in September. So, uh, you know, and by the way, Trent, uh, the GOP uh, precinct chairperson is going to be brought in on July 15th. So that's a meeting in Denton we need to get butts in the seats out for. Okay. All right, great. You know what? Just just give me a call and we'll take care of that. Hey, I, hey I'm willing to shake things up. I'm only, you know, I'm a. I'm a I think you right need now. to make an appearance there because I think you need to make a statement. You, uh, you really do. We need to get uh, that, you know, I've been trying to get in Diddy's, uh, you know, uh, Discord room. I'm not seeing a lot of activity down there. We need to pump this up. We need to get people to Denton on July 15th. It's a precinct chair, guys. Yes. It's huge. Okay. Denton County is huge. Yes, it in is. Texas. Yes, it is. You know, people. And people you are 100 percent <laughs> right about the Hispanic vote. Yes. 100 percent right. Yes. And that's and not just in Weatherford; it's in every county. You're right. And and that's a vote I know I can get. I spoke at a few things already. I Look, I'm just undercover right now. When I come out, Texas will know it. Trust me. Awesome. Know it. Yeah. Awesome. Any other anyway, uh, further further comments, Mojo, before we let you go? No, I think I, I was like nailing them today. <laughs> no, you nailed it. That's why I wanted to ask if there's anything else. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's 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 quite funny, you know, seeing, seeing the seriousness seriousness and i think this was all um a political stunt to boost biden today and what a flaming idiot his speech was what an idiot you know i geez i I can't even listen anymore drives me insane oh i do have something to ask chat it's been something i've been teetering with you know how Trump always says, well, that isn't Joe Biden. Who do you think it is? That's interesting. I know uh, a lot of people have alluded to that for sure. It's a robot. They're saying it's a robot. You know, that's what's going on right now. You think it's it could be Barack Obama? <laughs> it pretty much is. Out the other day. They have the same physique. I mean, I, I know one's 80 and one's. 60 you know but yeah yeah i mean trump loves to to joke about stuff like that you know he obviously to me he's he's saying uh he's not the same person he used to be when he when he had his wits about him and you're right obama is actually the one who's calling the shots not not biden absolutely right but i mean look at his mannerism and let's face it, before his facelift or whatever this is, something happened. I mean, something happened. This is not the same guy. I have to I agree with stroke. Trump on that. <laughs> so, Connie Ketchup well, says brain issues. Connie Ketchup says most think it's Jim Carrey. <laughs> Dude, I actually could totally see that. <laughs> Mojo, thank you so much for the call. Appreciate anyway. it, hon. It was just a way to end the, in everybody in the lab. <laughs> All right, talk to you guys later. Love you, brother. Love you. Talk love. to you later. Look forward to meeting you, and let's go All fight right. Texas. Bye, baby. Let's go. I'm ready. Take it back. Take care. Take it back. That's absolutely right. All right, guys. All right, so guys. We learned one thing. We need to get this going this month, man. We need to get May on the street. 
man on the street on the streets, man, because people are looking forward to it. Yeah, we got to find a way to get you up here. One way or another, we'll make it happen. One Somehow, <laughs> I'm looking at my bank account right now going, I ain't making shit happen right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there, we'll guys. Get there. I do, unfortunately, got to hop out. I do have a, another stream. I'm going to be hopping over to Loyal to the Foil to hang out with her for a little bit and chit-chat with her. So I do have to hop out, guys. I'll let you guys finish up uh, the last 10 minutes of the show here. Trenton, again, it's been amazing hanging out with you. Look forward to hanging out with uh, you more soon and looking forward to the man on the street. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, man. Take care, bro. You too. Yeah, man. So So, we kind of put ourselves on the spot now. It's got to happen, man. (laughs) Oh, it's all good. It's yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. And I think the, the idea of getting to uh, a chance to talk to the people on the streets is going to be fun. So um, one way or another, we'll make it happen. I don't know. If yeah, you feel like going, it it's, it's kind of a long drive for you. I'm guessing you don't feel like driving all the way the hell up here. Oh, my goodness, man. Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a drive, man. No. Yeah. But then I, again, you never know, man. I mean, I mean, I want to do it that bad to where maybe it'd be worth it. I, uh, me and Dee been looking up Wisconsin racing, so we already got the area down packed. I'm really looking forward to it. And, you know, just the opportunity to talk to people on the streets and get kind of what they're saying and things like that. I know you've been having like a lot going on kind of behind the scenes, man, uh, with uh, discussions about uh, what to do in the future and stuff. I see you got the website going now. The website looks good. You got, you got that kicked off. So kind of what are, what is your um, uh, upcoming uh, besides the uh, man on the streets idea? What else you got playing? What else you got uh, in your, in your pocket going on there? Well, what's going on is I have a few speeches uh, for critical race theory. People want to know the why. And I think the why is very important on why uh, it was so easy to get not just African-Americans, um, I mean, blacks, just uh, people of color to buy into this. And so I'm going to go in and tell them what my experience was growing up in inner cities and how we portrayed whites and why some people still closed off their mind to the rest of the world and just want to focus on that and how the Democrats manipulate uh, the way they think. And you can't get that from a book. It's life experience. And I'm going to go in there and pretty much uh, tell the guys who study this and do the whole book thing, say, look, this is a situation where you don't need a book. It's common sense. It's right in front of you. If you think about how blacks thought they were treated and Hispanics thought they were treated in the inner cities, there was a thing to where when I would go in stores, people would watch me for no reason. There is a thing where you stand on the corner, uh, people will ride by, say the N-word. There was a thing where uh, you didn't get the best food in, in the grocery stores. It was in the inner city. I mean, I mean, it was in the suburbs. And there's a bunch of little things like that that added up, that added up how the uh, segregation was. Uh, there's segregation right now, man. People don't see it, but it's, it's out there. And um, sports teams and just things of that nature, uh, even simple things as football games and baseball games, basketball games in high school, when you play an all-white team and the team's black, how the team who's black gets all the bad calls. I mean, little things like that. And so you have a government that says, we're with you. Uh, we did wrong. We feel bad. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And they, and they gravitate to it. And you only, you know, all it's going to do to me is embolden the uh, white supremacists who always thought they're putting us in a corner. They're taking our rights. That wasn't happening before, but if you keep pushing this critical race theory, yes, it will happen now because that's what that's exactly what's being done. You're having whites turn on whites, and then you're using the most vulnerable people who aren't educated in this field enough 
to buy into it and you're using them to tear this country down and you're going to rebuild it into a socialist country yeah. to where they don't even know what socialism is. The, the foundation of racism is learned. You, yes. People aren't born racist. It's a learned behavior. The process of institutionalized racism or engineered racism among our, our society is the discussion. It, it's it's purposeful the way that this is brought into our society is to keep us pitted against each other. That that's that's one of the most important things for people to understand. If we if we understand that most Americans aren't in that mold of falling into those traps, that's the foundation of the discussion. It's engineered right. to control society. Yes. It is. And that's why Man on the Street, I think, is going to be great, because now how many people have went down there and told them the other side of this and to give them a history and to tell them how things work and how they're being used? No one's done that. And until we get in the streets and do that and more people do that, we're going to have this issue to where you have blacks in certain schools and and, and inner cities that are chanting stuff and using Obama's name in it. It's crazy. I mean, they are going after young kids and they're being brainwashed from a very young age. And then you go to Austin where the white kids are being brainwashed to just say, you know what? I'm ashamed to be white because we did this to the blacks. Dude, it's crazy. It's 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 a way of um, of manipulating people that is beyond nefarious. And that's why it's so dangerous. It's based in the Marxist principles of division. That is, society isn't built like that and humanity isn't built like that. And it's, it's, it's only the levers of the powers that be that cause us to have these discussions. I go through day by day walking down the street and so if there's a bum on the street that looks threatening, I just say, what's up, man? How are you today? That, that, yeah. That's how, that's how we really act in society. We're not like, oh, look at this fucking guy. He's going to kill me. You know, that's not yeah. how, that's not how normal people act. It's the institutionalized and, and built into the system that causes right. the racism. It's people who actually are racist, usually in the Democrat Party, in positions of power who manipulate right. inner cities into allowing that division to continue to happen for the purposes of, well, power. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny you said that because those same Democrats will not go in the places we go, but yet they try to brainwash them. To, to think everyone's against them, but yet they don't go to these neighborhoods. Not like we're going to go. And it's just amazing. And, you know, look, think of this. You go to daycare, drop your kid off in daycare. There's white kids, black kids, Chinese, whatever. They can care less. They just play. But as they get older, they're taught racism. You know, they're taught it. And you are 100% right. It's a taught, it's a taught way of thinking, but it's also part of a system, the Democrats and liberals, that want to change this country. And where do you start? You start with the blacks that were slaves at one time in this country, but not just this country. They don't want to tell the whole story how blacks sold blacks. They don't tell the whole story how there were slaves that weren't black too, but they focus in on that and they just ride that. And I'm shocked that the people of this country are buying into it. And so now we got to fight against it. We have to fight against it because if we don't, there's going to be, you know, put it this way. We can stop one generation. If it becomes two generations, that's going to be law. So we got to stop it now while it's still at its infancy. Indeed. And it's, you know, the foundation of, of society is not built upon uh, racism. People are racist. Yes. And that is, you know, that's the foundation of humanity has been 
the, the, the relationships between the powers that be and keeping us pitted against each other, right? This has been the, this yeah. has been a control mechanism from the very beginning. That that's not to say racism doesn't exist, and not to say that it's right. institutionalized. It indeed is. the The problem is is allowing it into the discussion of of policy, public policy, and schools. That's where yeah. the, the line should get drawn. Belushi says a great remark: racism is a mask for classism. Again, that's just another example of control. Great discussion there with you trying on that front uh, a good fun yeah. show today man i look forward to uh the, to, to more of these kind of discussions man mojo drops 100 on you and says who's gonna back me up so uh we, we right. did we were successful a little bit of fundraising today man i really appreciate your time hey appreciate it i uh, look forward to uh seeing you before uh well not seeing you speaking to you before that but hopefully um uh, as as the fanship grows we, we can get on a lot more Indeed, man. So uh, with that, I want to say thank you all for joining us. As always, Joe's going to be over at Loyal to the Foil hanging out over there. So if you want to go check that out. Many others live right now. Quite frankly, Woke Societies is live as well. Plenty for you to watch over at the Foxhole.app. Thanks for joining us here today. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you all for joining us as you do every day. We will see you guys back here tomorrow again as usual. Thursday, we got Jason Frank on to talk again about an Operation 1009 Save Our Children. God bless you all. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.